Living with Diabetes, a podcast from Diabetes Victoria with Jack Fitzpatrick. Hello, one and all. Thanks for tuning in to the official Diabetes Victoria podcast. This is a great forum for those of us impacted by diabetes, whether it be directly or indirectly, to discuss ideas, share stories and build our diabetes community. I'm Jack Fitzpatrick, ex-Melbourne and Hawthorne AFL player and Diabetes Victoria ambassador. Before we begin, I would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of country on which I am talking from, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, and acknowledge all First Nations peoples throughout Australia and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and culture. I pay my respect to their elders, past, present and emerging, and to First Nations peoples present in the podcast today. I am joined by a very special guest today, a man by the name of Joe Day, who is a community pastor for the Nurnda Aboriginal Corporation. Joe, you're an Aboriginal living with type 2 diabetes who also supports the Aboriginal community through your work at Nurnda over the past 30 years. You're from, correct me if I'm wrong, the Yorta Yorta and Womba Womba tribes, which is up near the Moana and Echuca region. Did I get that right, Joe? You got it right, Yorta Yorta, um, not Womba Womba, but Wamba Wamba. Okay, thank you. Uh, yeah, and no, I just want to let you know that I really appreciate a, a great welcome and, uh, and, and thank you for that. No, it's, it's my absolute pleasure. And of course, we are here to talk about your journey with type 2 diabetes and, and what you do for Nurnda as well, but also reconciliation. Um, and I'll probably touch on reconciliation since you, I, I, you, know, you, you mentioned the, the, the acknowledgement of country. Um, name more than a word, reconciliation takes action. Um, what does that mean to you, Joe? Well, uh, looking at that question today and... Uh you know, there's some, some quotes that come to mind, and one of them is, uh, tongue doesn't get things done. Yep. You know, and uh, it goes on to say that people may doubt what you say, but they will believe what you do. And so in saying that, reconciliation, you know, the week, and it's not just a week, but it's a, a process that's continuous. And, uh, you know, it's something that we, you need, uh, need to strive for every day, you know, it's, there's a, a saying that there's a healthy attitude is contagious, but don't wait to catch it. Yes. You know, yes. and uh, be a, don't wait to catch it off others, but be a carrier. So, you know, that attitude is every day, and we continue to learn, author, and particularly we, with we, health outcomes and what we're going to talk about today, and there's no greater reconciliation other than uh, better health and outcomes for all our mob and... Uh, and uh, so that's a process and a work in, in progress process, I'd say. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And, and we talk of reconciliation and National Reconciliation Week. Now, of course, for those who, who may not know what that is about, um, this is to commemorate uh, the successful 1967 referendum and also the High Court Mabo decision. Um, in terms of reconciliation and, and, and things like this, what are the what are the first steps for those who might not understand it or get it? What, what are the, the simplest things that, that people can do or, or those actions that you could about? Um, you know, the tongue doesn't get things done, as you said. Well, you know, sometimes actions are more more meaningful than words, and I mm-hmm. think for our mob is particularly with closing closing the gap and uh, I believe certainly it's happening because uh, as we know um, you know uh, you know what uh, 
you know, uh, just mindful that, you know, there's a saying that people are destroyed for lack of knowledge, and I'd, li I'd like to think that lack of knowledge is, you know, particularly uh, regarding health. Mm -hmm. um, it's important that, you know, people uh, have that knowledge of health, and, and some people reject it, and it's too late. Mm -hmm. You know, and the importance of regular health checks is, is an early prevention that saves lives and assists in better quality of health. And whether it's reconciliation week or, but an everyday thing, it's it's a learning process for all of us. And yeah, you know, like uh, you know, that shared knowledge saves lives. And oh, I think um, you know, some good people. Um, there are some good things happening in communities and just being positive about regardless of what you do that you're, you're making a difference yeah and uh yeah absolutely no i see that i mean in a difficult not a difficult it's something that uh you know of my work with new and aboriginal corporation just so uh privileged to be able to work in my community and you know over the years we wear many hats and that's because aboriginal organizations allow um and you take on various roles and working in the Aboriginal Medical Centre, there's from, um, you know, um, all different hats you wear, to, so to speak, but at the moment, you know, after 30 years and uh, other people take on the roles that you used to do because of the funding and um, other more opportunities and better yeah. services, but at the moment... Been pastoral care, it's uh, facilitate a lot of sorry business and you know help, help a lot of families and uh, around yeah. grief, grief, grief and loss. But it's not so much a grief, but even after loss, that people have to live their lives and yeah. how we achieve that. And you know, health, health's a good outcome. And uh, you know, I always, you know, I always try to help with that, you know, so yeah. Then, you know, unfortunately, uh, my situation, you know, the thought always comes to mind and over the years because uh, not only with family and community that, you know, there's always a thought of early intervention, you know, could have saved yes. a life and, you know, and so that's why it's so, in, you know, so important, you know, around, uh, you know, knowledge and the health and those the things that can help community and, you know, you yeah. can't change the past, but you certainly can um, change the future with better outcomes just by um, sharing knowledge, you know, good knowledge yeah. about it, health outcomes. And uh, just one person that I, I just want to make uh, mention of, a cousin, uh, Colin Mitchell. Uh, gee, I'm just so proud of him, you know, that, uh, you know, working in the diabetes field and, yeah, the work that he does around the state, but he he not only talks about it, but mate, he's uh, <laughs> fit as anything, you know. Just yeah, you know, lives and walks it, breathes it. And that's what the community you need those ambassadors, and he's certainly uh, a great inspiration. And uh, yeah, so things are happening, and we just got to continue to get the message out there, and uh, you know yeah. how, how people can deal with. 
diabetes, it's not the end of the world, so to speak. Um, you're talking about diabetes, and, and I do want to come back and talk about what you do for Nyunda and, and the things you've, you've done as a, um, as a community pastor there. Um, but you talk about diabetes, and you do have type 2 diabetes yourself. So talk me through a bit about your diagnosis, firstly, how that came about, how you noticed it, and then also now your journey of living with type 2 diabetes and, and how the impact it's having on your life. You know, for me, the, one of the important things for me was to be aware of it. You know, I've got to be aware and it's like, you know, I'm fortunate enough to work in an organisation and, you know, and um, in a medical centre and, you know, it, it was nothing just easy enough to get a regular checkup and workers continually to, you know, follow up and say, hey, you need, you, you know, and it came about that I had uh type 2 diabetes and as much as um, the really the, you know, uh, being aware of it and how to deal with it, you know, the important thing is um, doing the preventive things, you know, uh, be very mindful what you, you know, um, sugar intake and exercise. So, uh, yeah. you know, for me that, uh, you know, what got me back into employment, uh, you know, in 30 years is because, you know, I... Um, my substance use wasn't very good um, without going too much into that, but, my, you know, just a life change in that, cigarettes and alcohol and mm-hmm. various other substances and changing that and, and, you know, being healthy in that respect. But it didn't, it didn't um, stop the diabetes because, yep. you know, there was other things that I just, you know, in the end I had to give away, you know, but things that I still held on to, you know, that didn't help but what mm. did help is that I continued to check up and monitor and you know check up on cholesterol and another you know and uh, but I had a, I, I, you know um, you know the regular health checks the early prevention you know I totally believe that the early prevention saves lives and assists in a better yep. quality of life and you know I'm just you know uh, so I didn't let it get me down Yep. You know, it says that a cheerful heart is a good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. And I just oh, kept a positive that. attitude and didn't, you know, it wasn't the end of the world. And there's really some good peop- uh, people that d- do really well. And, you know, uh, you know, the, you know the, the support you get through that and the encouragement that you can live with type, you know, and live with that and there's some things you've got to move on with, you know. There's some things yeah. you don't overindulge with, but I'm really appreciative, you know, that um, the new and Aboriginal medical service here and the staff there and, you know, just that early preventive stuff, um, regular checkups and encouragements around that and regular visitation. So it it's really helped me, you know, and, uh, yeah, so I'm... You know, a lot to be thankful um, for today. Uh, uh, absolutely, Joe. And you, you, you've got some great sayings, by the way. I bloody love them. But um, <laughs> how old were you when you were uh, diagnosed with type 2 diabetes, if you don't mind me asking? Well, it wasn't so much of the diabetes, but that was the thing, the turning point for me. It was that I hit a brick wall, so to speak, and... Uh, with my uh, drug use and you know, and other things that just didn't help, and to the point I ended up coming home, and uh, yeah, and then my life changed at that point in time. So, 
you know, called on a higher power. And then from that point of time, uh, um, just uh, things change and, and yeah, so yeah. without saying too much about that. And, yeah. But I uh, come conscious of things and I started to appreciate things when, uh, more importantly, I started to appreciate life itself, family, mm-hmm. and just wanted to con- contribute in the community. But uh, certainly, uh, but like I said earlier, it still didn't prevent the type 2 diabetes, but certainly um, there was a lot of other things that have prevented, like heart disease and lung disease, and <laughs> geez, I can, yeah. uh, in my situations, but that could have been prevented, you know. Yeah, of course. And I say to myself, you know, that, you know, praise God that I, you know, got out of that unhealthy lifestyle that gave up the cigarettes and the alcohol. And, uh, but, you know, like I said, it didn't stop the diabetes, but at least I'm in the right mind and right place to to hear what, you know, people have to say um, around some of the preventatives and learn from that so that I can share with others. So, um, yeah, so. It was a whole yeah, no. process, but, you know, uh, still don't know the whole answer to it, but, you know, I'm just uh, just thankful for today, you know, uh, that, um, you know, that uh, my life changed yes. around over 30 years ago. Well, I mean, it's certainly a, it's a it's a positive story in the fact that you know we know that there, there can be issues and um, with with people in the Aboriginal community with substance um, addiction and, and things like that and alcoholism and you, it's a great story. You're living proof that you can have you know those types of things and type two diabetes, but turn things around and get back right on track. You said things like knowledge are really important, and you spoke about focusing on your family and your health. What uh what exactly has helped you? Um, I guess live well, not just with diabetes, but with all the other stuff you talked about. Well, what exactly has it been, and what are the what have been the best things in that area? You know, from for me, and um, for me, it was just a life change. I had an experience that changed my life, and you know uh, that was the important. I was you know like in nineteen late nineteen seventies, I was living in Melbourne. You know, I was working for the Victoria. Or an Aboriginal service, I'm in Brunswick Street, um, work with some wonderful people, uh, and also, um, you know, the early years in the Victorian Aboriginal childcare. In Fitzroy, in those days, it was a really vibrant community, and, you know, I then, um, yeah, some things happened, and, you know, I was given some great opportunity, so to speak, uh, went another direction, travelled travelled a big um, but uh, importantly for me that is you know when you appreciate that uh, I believe that I'd given an opportunity you know and a lot of friends and family they're not here today and you know I don't know where they were they're in their life but I knew where I was and I was going nowhere and uh, but firstly to be able to I just want to encourage you you know that I love to think there's you know, all things are possible, and that's what happened with me. And uh, you know, turn um, change things around, and particularly around substance use, cigarettes. You know, giving up, giving up the dope, and giving up alcohol and cigarettes, and you know, um, you know, to bring things around and change, um, change, and you know, that was a big. Then I come to appreciate 
what people were saying, appreciate um, the services that were there. You know, but yeah. you know, for me to get back on track, I had to. I entered, you know, like you know, I had to enter. Uh, there was a course that was done and offered in the community because when I come home, I was done and I was broken. And uh, but uh, there was a course. Is a, a simple little course called re-entry into the workforce. You know, mm-hmm. I had done a lot of work, and but then I. Somebody just said, "Well, why don't you come in and put up your resume again?" And and that was the first thing. Started to look at positively the things that I had learnt, even and put it into a resume and went to um, the New and Aboriginal Corporation and applied for a job. And you know, back then, you know, that was the turning point. I got a, you know, I got a, I got a start. You know, I was just helping out in the school, helping out with youth work, and. I'd, I've been there ever since, but I was given an opportunity and, uh, you know, I stuck that we had, you know, the beautiful thing is that we had, you know, good people in the community and it was family, all that support and we need it. And, but unfortunately, in the midst of all that, there's people that don't have that, you know, and, and yeah. as I was saying earlier, they're destroyed because, you know, that flow of information, you know, didn't get to them early enough or they rejected it, but it doesn't stop you from trying to help out and I think that's where I am now just from my past experience and not looking doomly at what's happened in the past but looking to see you know um, where we are today and the opportunities we have and and you know really um, encouraging people to you know check check up your health you know it's, it's yeah. a good thing to have a regularly health check and you know and the, one of the best thing is that when you in your community and uh, you know and, and, and reach out if you're in a situation where you need need help and that's where I was mm. and it turned my life around and people helped out and that's where I am today and just want to give back to the community and like I said earlier you know I appreciate what people do uh, you know the hard work that people do in communities and uh, we we have some really good staff and we we have a really good community and but you know a lot of that hard work you know would uh, really appreciate what you know in the early years in Fitzroy Collingwood particularly through the the Victoria Aboriginal Health Service and the people that and those founding people that worked in that area so and where we are today you know it's not just the centralized medical service but we have that around the state, yep. and uh, mm-hmm. I think um, you know the beautiful, like uh, I'll just share. You know, our um, is a wamba wamba word that Nani um, Melva, one of the founding members of the Aboriginal Corporation in Ituka, and and it started off, and the, the lady started off with looking after women and children's health and what we have today is birth from that but yeah the word nyunda means to know our living culture so okay. it's a living culture and we need to know that and, and a really important part of that is not only know our you know know our culture but you know about 
you know, what our health was saying to us about our body and and take counsel. You know, it says that in the multitude of counsel, there's safety. And in that, and so you listen to your doctors, listen to what's reporting, do what it says, and, and you know, have your follow-ups. And, and that's, you know, particularly when we get older in life, that, you know, and that, that, that'll, you know, and longevity in life for us is that, you know, listen to the advice of your doctors, attend your check checkups, but eat well and sleep well and live well. You know, uh, yeah. You know, um, you know that's my message with that, and uh, people have encouraged me with that, and you know, and it's given me a better quality of life, and simply because, you know, um, I've taken that advice, and you know, they want that I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't accept the advice because I didn't go anywhere near the advice that was given. You know, I was. Yeah. But unfortunately, now we've got some good people, uh, people like yourself and others, that are getting a good news story out there and, and you know sharing. You know, the people can have a quality of life, and uh, and it's Absolutely. out there. And uh, and I just, you know, like I, like I say, I appreciate it, and most of all, I appreciate life itself. And uh, unfortunately, too many of our mob. You know, I've uh, gone home too early, and uh, so yep. yeah, the task for us is uh, embrace what's been said and the knowledge that's given, and and um, spreading that news that you know that there's there's support out there in, in all facets of you know health, and whether you're a man, you know, from the no matter what gender, or you know, mm-hmm. whether you're a child or whether you're an adult, there's they're really um, a lot of informative and a lot of information. But our medical centres, you know, around the state now are really got some really good professional people. And we get supported, people like yourself and others uh, that visit our communities. And But if you don't get, and there's always new initiatives, so if we don't take on those initiatives and invite people like yourselves into our community to, to do the preventative forums and awareness, now we just need yep. to continue to um, do that, and and so yeah, and so really, what I'm saying is, I appreciate the fact today that not so much you got me on board, but it gives me an opportunity to to say to people out there, you know, take that opportunity to have your checkup, take the opportunity yep. and appreciate the work that's been in your been done in your community. People generally care about your health. Uh, but yeah. it's, you know, it's up to us to take that initiative and find out more about our health so that we not only for our benefit, but, you know, for all the benefit of our families, and that could be our children. And, you know, unfortunately, diabetes is, uh, you know, um, you know, reach dreams all ages, and we, and, but there's, there's a way out with better, um, you know, better of, um, you know, um, better ways to live and, you know, better choice of foods and, you know, and healthy, um, you know, activities. So, yeah, 100%. So, yeah. 100%. Joe, now, uh, you you spoke just then about um, the services that were provided to you when, when you did change your life around and, and you have spoken time and time again about community and, and about family and, and connection and, um, you know, the, the Aboriginal guys that, that I do know through football that I played with, I know 
of the importance like um, community and family to the Aboriginal people. Tell me a bit about the work you do specifically at Nyrnda. Um, you are the pastor, but that, that's done a lot of things over the last 30 or so years that you've been there. What, what exactly is your role there and, and the roles and, and the things that you do up, up there? Well, you, you look at uh, pastoral care and, you know, um, the first thing we do at pastoral care is um, pastoral care for me is not a religion. It's a belief that I have. And over the years, you know, and that's a very, you know, um, AA, call it the 12 steps, mm-hmm. you know, 12 steps. But for me, it, was, it wasn't about 12 steps. It, for me, the, it was taking that one step, believing that I need help, come yep. and knowing that I help. And, and that's what happened. And that's what transformed my life because I called out and received help. And even today, I, I still call out for that help. And, uh, you know, um, I have a relationship with God. No, I, I don't like putting, you know, pushing any religion because my life is not based on a religion. Uh, my life is based on the faith that I have, you know. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, and so in that, not being the A&D counsellor because I'd, you know, been in that place where, in that dark place of alcoholism and drug use and, you know, not doing... So that helped me, you know, and I was able to give that advice freely. People knew me, the help, you know, so there was A&D and then um, working in justice and everything else. But, you know, the good thing is the organisation grew, the, the services grew and other people uh, took on those roles. But my yep. life continued to evolve, and as I got older, and you know, one of the biggest uh, problems we have in our community is undealt with grief and trauma, and our uh, grief and trauma, and you know, we say um, sorry business because uh, grief is a hard thing to to deal with, and. Uh, and that's one of the things with me and why I talk so passionately about the things that can be prevented, you know, healthy living and, mm-hmm. you know, and, and even our own, you know, um, the way that we see ourselves and others. Yeah. You know, like I was saying before, a healthy attitude is uh, contagious, but don't wait to catch it. Mm. <laughs> you yeah. know, off someone. Be a carrier. Yeah. That's the outlook for all our lives and you know, how we can contribute, particularly when our lives have been changed. But I, I became a Christian and and I was asked in the community, um, my CEO, uh, Carleen Dwyer, who I have a lot of respect for, and uh, she'd give an opportunity, said, look, we need, because at that time I was uh, A&D worker, but I was, you know, one... But there was one period of time within three months, eight deaths and eight deaths, and I was the first. I was asked, would I do a funeral, do a service, sorry business? Turned out within eight months, uh, within three months, I did eight services, a lot of them oh, family. Wow. And ever since that, you know, it's to the point, um, you know, working with the community, grief and loss. Yeah, you know, because it's really not about death, but it's about life after. You know, you've got to live with it. It's okay to grieve, but um, yeah, 
No, Mister. You know we do that. We, you know, in all cultures do that. And we do that, and it's sorry, Mister. Some dealing with differently, but at the same time, if that support around it, particularly at that point of time, and our communities have changed with that. Everybody now contributes in our communities to sorry business, whether it's booklets, whether it's helping with the wake services. So so important, and uh, and it helps people heal. You know we just been there for the people and it's not just for the day but it's for the weeks months and the years here I had been yep. there for community and family so it's a whole process and unfortunately so many people uh, are dealing with it and you, you know people take their life because they're compacted it never gets dealt with and you know we look at diabetes people uh, go rescheduling they don't you know, um, deal with um, you know their lives and living dealing with diabetes and still living an unhealthy lifestyle because simply because um, they're going through grief and they're going through everything that keeps them keeps them. Then you know, they're not thinking about their own well-being and they're just in a you know in a process of grief and but the, that that's them and uh, with that and uh, you know I'm really privileged to do that and rather. But just encourage uh, people, and you know, like I said, you know, you know, much as uh, you know, uh, I just feel that a lot of things can be prevented, and health is so important, you know. And uh, health is, you know, and uh, you know, health is so important that we really need to, you know, be mindful of it. And uh, you know, like I said earlier, a cheerful heart is good; is a good medicine. It's good to be happy. Yeah, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones, and yes. you know what that does. And people are in that situation; they're, 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 they're grieving process. And I think, you know, we're looking not at the health aspect, but the wellness of uh, communities. It's a holistic approach from birth, you know, birth to the sorry business. It's a whole process. We we we're born, but at some point in time, health is always trying to intercede on our quality of life. And there comes a time when it does come about because of age, age old age. And But but importantly, you know, to have that quality of life in old age, you, there's certain steps that you have to take. And, you know, for me, that process is not a, the dealing with funerals, but, hey, encouraging people that they're, you know, people can have a quality of, of life and... Uh, yeah. You know, um, just with myself, and I'll just close with this. You know, there's a there's a scripture that you know because I'm not being religious on your program, but it says we're known and read by all men. We're walking epistles, known and read by. All men. That means a lot of times, and the example I give with Colin Mitchell, a lot of times that the example you give is not said with words, but it's the life that you live. Yeah. You know, and. And there's another one that says, preferring one more highly than ourselves, you know, esteem others more highly than yourself. So it's always looking, thinking about others and, you know, it's it, that's so important. And, you know, and you benefit from that because, you know, uh, I think the longevity in any Aboriginal community health worker is they enjoy what they do, you know, because mm-hmm. they want to make a difference. So, you know, that, that, that that's me and... You know, and you know, I'm fortunate enough to be working in our community. I love my community because a lot of my community is family, and and really good thing is, 
no matter if you're Yorta, Yorta, or Wamba, Wamba, you know, that we have such a big community because it's extended. It's, um, it's uh, we have, uh, you know, uh, extended family, all these family everywhere from Gippsland to Geelong and uh, yeah. other places. And, you know, um, so we're fortunate, you know, uh, particularly in the state of Victoria and, you know, so... Mm-hmm. But that's what I'm trying to do, mate, and uh, no doubt you play an important role, you know. Um, like you said, you know a lot of fellas in the AFL because of your experience, and, and uh, mate, it's, you know, uh, not to change the suburb, but you have an important story too. You've helped here, you know, particularly with those young footballers, and, uh, you know, that's what I say, you know, they learn to live healthy and taught that yep. in the AFL, and, you know, because, you know, they need to be up, step with their fitness and eating and everything and but now I'm like the AFL clubs and everything they do around an AFL player that you know um, you know to make him be part of the family and that, that needs to extend to our community you know and you know uh, no matter how young or old you are but there's a quality of life that you can enjoy if you'd only do some things and that's why it's important that we share that knowledge. Some don't have it, but I'm um, encouraging, you know, that, you know, there is a better way to enjoy quality of life. And we need to, you know, um, filter that out more. And we, we just started the new and men's wellness. It's just a men's wellness. And, you know, there's some things that we want to do that uh, I was talking to Colin within the first thing that, you know, I've asked Colin Mitchell, is will he come down and do a diabetes awareness? And that, that's going to be our launch. Mm-hmm. That, that's going to be the launch for our men's health. And because, mate, uh, you know, the women are really, you know, they're really good at what they, that they are, that they're doing. They've just had, uh, you know, breast cancer awareness and they really look after themselves. But, you know, the thing that we're doing with men's wellness is you know to take control of the health. And then yeah. so we're saying our way to better health is to influence influence new healthy behaviors in our community and highlight the new initiatives in, in our in our men's health. And that's you know, we rely on people like yourself and Colin and others to and we need to keep in touch and to reach out for those services so we can bring them into the community because we don't know everything. Yeah, but continue to rely on the services that are out there, you know. In reconciliation, you know, there's the truth is there no, there's no. It's two way, you know. It's not one way. It's two ways. It's yeah, you know. It's you know, be um, like I said, preferring one another more highly than ourselves. We we can't change the past, but we can certainly change the future with you know better outcomes and quality of life, and it starts. That's with individually, and yeah, so uh, that's where we're at yeah. now. Uh, Jack is a eh? Jack. <laughs> yes, no, Joe, Joe that's great. Uh, you said it so well, and, and you did say that's how you, you'll wrap up and finish up. I, I don't think I can uh, finish it any better than that. I mean, you know, you, you've spoken about reconciliation and, and what it means to you and, and the next steps. You've given us not only so many sayings, which I love, whether it be the healthy attitude is a great medicine, but it's not. Not, con- not contagious, don't wait to catch it. You've talked about the tongue doesn't get it done. Um, you've talked about the uh, the crushed spirit um, and, and also the, the example you give is the life you live. It's not the words. 
I love them sayings. They're terrific. But also the messages you've spoken about, about willingness to learn more and knowledge and to ask for help and to reach out and to help each other. You've done a great job in, in talking about, you know, all of these subjects in such a short time frame. So I really thank you, Joe, Joe Day, for joining us on the Diabetes Victoria podcast, of course, from the uh, the Nernda Aboriginal Corporation up at uh, Moama and Echuca, as you said, the Yorta Yorta and Wamba Wamba. Did I get that right? Or Wamba Wamba, sorry. Wamba Wamba. You, Wamba can I tell Wamba. you what? Can I tell you? Because I lived up in Queensland. Um, yep. Place called Charleville in southwest Queensland. It's up near Kanamala. So just mindful. Wamba is a saying from Charleville, is southwest Queensland, but it, it means crazy. Oh, right. Wamba. So, you know, we, we would say to somebody, oh, you're Wamba. But Wamba. Right. There's two, two words to Wamba. And don't. I'm not knocking you on to that. I'm just saying um, there's two Wambas and two spellers. Some say Wamba with W-A-M-B-A and W-E-M-B-A. You know, okay. and that, that's something we, we, you know, in all our mob, we still, we, we're, we're communicating and, you know, yeah. But I, I um, want to thank you, mate, before we go. And, yeah, mate, I just want to thank you and, you know, and um, I'll check check a bit up on your bed, but I, I just wish you, you know, and, you know, uh, whatever endeavour that you have and whatever you want to do or whatever you desire to do and the path that you want to reach and then I just want to wish you all the luck in that because, uh, you know, um, and appreciate what you do and I sincerely mean that, mate, and, uh, you know, uh, it's no by no coincidence that you yeah, you're making a difference, and uh, I want to thank you on behalf of um, our communities uh, and the opportunity today, um, just even to meet you today, to talk with you, and uh, one day we might, I'll, I'll see you when I'm looking at you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, but the, fingers crossed. We, uh, we have to get off these uh, Zoom-type calls, or that that's for sure, but no, I appreciate that. It's, it's very kind of you to say, Joe, and as I said, all the work you're doing as well, it, it's certainly great. You, you are making a big difference yourself. you You've shown firsthand that you can turn things around and uh, yeah, the, the messages you've said have been great. So, Joe Day, I really appreciate you joining us on the official Diabetes Victoria podcast. And to all those people listening out there that might be, uh, you know, particularly of Aboriginal and, and Torres Strait Islanders, um, we do have programs and resources available at Diabetes Victoria. So, the uh, the, the link will be in the show notes. Um, and, and, of course, there are also further information available on the Diabetes Victoria website. So, Joe Day, thank you so much for joining me on the Diabetes Victoria podcast. No, thank you, Jack. Bye, mate. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed the program. If you'd like to contact us, it's very easy. Simply send an email to podcast at diabetesvic.org.au or, of course, all the information you'll need is on the website, diabetesvic.org.au.